Episode 3, Learning and Maximizing One's Potential in the 21st Century. Modern psychology tells us that the one thing which makes humans different to all organisms on the planet is the human experience. Unlike every other species, humans have uniquely evolved to sense the realities through physical, mental, emotional, and even spiritual means. The human consciousness, as psychologists commonly refer to this phenomenon, is exceptional because humans have developed complex modularities of the brain, which have given humans the capability to learn, think, and consciously engage with the world. Throughout history, this human consciousness has enabled humans to form ideas, share thoughts through written or spoken language, and learn in incredible ways. However, even though the concepts of modern psychology are fairly new and weren't conceptually known during the Warring States period of China, Confucius understood the complexities of the human brain and developed parts of his philosophy on the grounds of maximizing capabilities of the human mind. Confucius said, Education breeds confidence. Confidence breeds hope. Hope breeds peace. During the Warring States period, China experienced one of the most tumultuous eras of its history. Neighboring states were in constant warfare. Power-hungry warlords pillaged through neighboring territory daily, and China succumbed to a decentralized state for centuries. Having lived through this and attempting to seek an all-encompassing solution, Confucius resorted to an unprecedented method that he believed would find an answer to this chaos. Confucius resorted to learning. He spent years studying the governance practices of enlightened kings in the previous Zhou, Shang, and Xia dynasties, studying the ways that previous Chinese societies generated social harmony, and studied the histories that resulted in China's descent to calamity. Confucius found, rather, he theorized that the reason why previous Chinese societies, even hundreds of years before his time, managed to live in harmony was because successful kings managed to learn enough about the social conditions of their state, but also simultaneously encouraged subjects to be well-versed in the foundational teachings of peace at the time. This is why Confucius says that education breeds confidence, because learning ensures a precise understanding of the world at large. Confidence breeds hope because the state is in perfect hands with an educated citizenry, and hope breeds peace because social harmony is gained when the quarrels and skirmishes between citizens are, re are resolved through highly educated and empathetic solutions. However, though Confucius prioritized learning as a method to ensure social stability and social harmony in his early discourse, his teachings are also very ap applicable to the individual level today. Confucius's teachings emphasize that you can maximize your potential if you make learning a lifetime commitment and by using every opportunity to learn something new. Confucius said, If I am walking in a group of three, one is sure to be my teacher. Now imagine you're in a business meeting. Your boss asks you and your colleague to present the latest projects that you both have completed and your boss signals that your colleague presents first. However, 
Your colleague mentions that he was not able to complete his task on time, citing that he had recently taken some time on the weekend to celebrate his daughter's college graduation and was behind on his work. You find this reason to be quite touching and quickly empathize with your colleague, but your boss completely lashes out at him, fearing loss of profit for the company. Your boss stands up, begins shouting at your colleague, and threatens to fire him on the spot. He begins emphasizing the need to complete things by a deadline, but your colleague mentions that his daughter was the first in the family to ever graduate from college, citing the importance of the celebration to him and his family. The boss doesn't budge and instructs your colleague to begin packing his belongings and it unfortunately is fired. From this conversation, Confucius would advise you to analyze the situation and learn from both the negative and the positive aspects of the interaction. From your boss's heated response, you can learn to never let your temper get the best of you, even in dire situations, and adopt a more empathetic approach to many events in your life. From your colleagues' moving reasoning, you can learn to always value family and to never miss out on the opportunity to enjoy the most precious moments in life. Regardless of the lessons you learn, Confucius would advocate that whether you learn life-changing lectures or simply modify small aspects of your life, never stop learning and use every experience as a way to improve yourself. In a similar manner, Confucius emphasized the importance of routinely looking introspectively and diligently cultivating wisdom. Before the end of this episode, I want to leave this quote with you and I challenge all of you listening to apply this teaching today. By three methods, we may learn wisdom. First, by reflection, which is noblest. Second, by imitation, which is easiest. And third, by experience, which is the bitterest. Reflection is the tendency to look within and recognize one's strengths and weaknesses. A strong assessment of one's qualities is a foundational step to ensuring that one begins their journey of growth. Imitation refers to humans' social aptitude and their abilities to learn from external situations, like the example of three people in a business meeting. Self-awareness is an important quality that enables us to master any social situation. Lastly, experience refers to the time spent life on this planet. In a thorough desire to learn from the highest and lowest of moments, will ensure that one gains wisdom through time.